Welcome to episode nine of the Anxious Tradeswoman podcast, where I, your host, Louise, as a party, will share the things that I've learned through the years, through the tears, so you don't have to. So in this episode, episode nine, we're going to talk about difficult conversations. So how to have difficult conversations? We often talk so much about standing up for ourselves, so much about you know, being like, yeah, tell them that that bothers you and, you know, that kind of stuff. But what what does that include? What does telling them that they bothering you, like, how do you even do that? Um, so I want to share some things with you, some simple ways that you can start to have these conversations. So first thing is think about the situation. We need to be specific here. So when we tell someone that they're doing something that bothers us we need to be specific because if we give them vague like if we give them vague feedback then it can almost feel like we're attacking their whole personality and they can get really defensive Um, and then also we're not giving them anything specific to work on it's like when you get feedback in a performance review and the feedback is vague then you don't know where to start and you don't know what to do with the feedback and you get confused and flustered and it's just like, what's happening? This is weird. Why? Um, so when we are giving, having these difficult conversations, which is pretty much a form of giving them feedback, we need to make sure we're specific. So we need to look at what exactly are they doing that bothers us, that exact behaviour So then we can go and the first part, the first way of having a difficult conversation, the first section is telling them what is bothering you. What is it? Is it them not saying good morning to you in the morning? Is it them being super demanding? Is it them uh, moving your stuff around? Is it them blocking you in with trucks? Is it them making your job difficult on purpose um is it them calling you dull all the time or is it them um you know saying something like boy you go do that you stupid thing or something like that like just when they're saying something that bothers you that specific thing the thing that they say or the thing that they do be specific all right the second thing you need to do is tell them why it bothers you And keep this short and sharp and try not to get too emotional about it. You know, shed the emotion beforehand, but when we're prepping to have the conversation, we want to be really factual. Hey, uh, one of my other clients, uh, she had this guy that would smack her on the ass with the paperwork as he walked past. So, you know, that specific paper, you know, hey, it bothers me when you smack me on the ass with your paperwork because it is an invasion of my privacy. Um, You are getting into my personal space and it makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, and for other examples, hey, I don't like it when you call me dull because it feels like you don't respect me. Hey, I don't like it when you don't say hello to me in the morning meetings, but you say hello to everyone else. It makes me feel unwanted. Hey, I don't like it when you always give me the dirtiest worst jobs because it feels like you don't respect me and I if 
It feels like I'm missing out on opportunities that other people are getting. Hey, I don't like it when you always put me on the same job over and over and over again because I am missing out on opportunities to learn. So that's the second part. Why is it bothering you? Short and sharp. And the third and final part is what you'd like them to do differently. So we're getting them to change a behaviour. We're not just getting them to kind of disappear something. We're giving them something to replace it with, which often in my experience, I have found it so much more effective when you not only tell them what they're quote unquote doing wrong, but you also tell them what you want them to do. That way they don't have to guess and try and work out what they need to do to make you feel comfortable or happy. And you know what, sometimes there is a few dickheads who don't actually care and they're like, yeah, whatever. And then, you know, instead of changing their behaviour, they just ignore you and it might feel even worse um, depending on your situation or view of the situation. So we want to give them a replacement behaviour. So say, for example, my client who was getting smacked on the ass with the paperwork, Something that she could say would be, and I think we rehearsed a few different options and I'm not sure what came out of her mouth in the moment, but we will talk about actually the moment soon. But just going, hey, I don't like it when you smack me in the ass with the paperwork. It's, uh, I feel like it's an invasion of my personal space. If you want to acknowledge me, I'd rather you say, hey, how you doing or how's your job going rather than physically physically touching me. Um, another example with hugging in the workplace because I know I can be a hugger too but sometimes, I, like I said, I'm going to use the reference boys because that's who I'm romantically attracted to but sometimes they take that the wrong way that, you know, hugging to say hello goes a bit further um, in their mind. So you might want to or they are hugging you and you don't want that either. So both ways. So if they say hugging you and you don't want them to, you can be like, hey, I don't like it when you hug me in the workplace. Uh, I feel like it's not very professional and it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. I'd rather you shake my hand or give me a high five if you want to celebrate or acknowledge acknowledge me um, in a physical way. Um, That's what I would prefer. Just giving them something to replace it with. You know, uh, in the morning meeting, it makes me feel really uncomfortable when you say hello to everyone else, but you don't say hello to me. Um, it makes me feel excluded. Could you please just it, like just say hi to me or give me a nod? Um, I'd really appreciate that. Um, or, you know, with the opportunity one, it's like, hey, I don't like, I feel like I'm missing out on opportunities when you put me on the same job all the time and I want to learn and grow, would it be, um, would you be able to put me on a job with A, B and C doing A, B and C because I haven't done that before? You're giving them a direct path to go that way. Now, we've talked about planning the conversation, but how do we actually do the conversation? So, rehearse it let's be honest take notes and practice it in front of the mirror especially if they're someone that intimidates you so going I probably should have used this example first instead of my clients examples but lots of examples for you so 
for me, I had this supervisor that made me feel very uncomfortable. He ignored me and he was the night shift supervisor. And when he became night shift supervisor, I stopped doing overtime because he will come and like stand next to me and kind of grunt to get me to tell him tell him where I am up to in the job. And I didn't like that at all. It didn't make me feel very welcome or want to do any extra work. So I said to him, I, I wrote my notes down and I practiced it in the mirror and I said, hey, when you come up to me and you just kind of stand there and don't say anything to me and wait for me to tell you where I'm up to on the job, it, it doesn't feel very encouraging. I don't want to do overtime when you do that. I would, you know, rather if you said, hey, Louise, can you tell me what you're up to on the job? Uh, he did this for a few days and then he went back to his normal behaviour um, and then he became my full-time supervisor and then I left that workplace. But it's always worth giving them a go because sometimes they do change. I would say maybe 50% of the time they will change um, if they're doing it like quote-unquote by accident or not realising that it bothers you. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes people are doing things to bother you on purpose, uh, which is not great. But we will be talking about unconscious bias and sexism in a few later episodes. So thank you guys for listening to episode eight. Um, the oh, Episode nine. Oh my God, this is the ninth episode. Anyway, so this episode is proudly supported by J9. So J9 has products that offer relief from your menstrual cycle problems or more severe things like endometriosis or PCOS symptoms. So they have all the little goodies to help you with your period and make it more comfortable. They have a subscription service as well. And I also have a discount code for you, Louise10, for 10% off your first purchase if that is, if you want to get something from them, treat yourself, get yourself something a little special. But have an amazing day, guys, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you.